you can get a Sanyo video recorder for $300 and it doesn't matter whether it's VHS or Betamax. Well, it will in about six years because this is Portland Wrestling 1982 and I am enjoying it. Mainly, the wrestling this week, which is from February 1982, it's the 6th of February 1982, and mainly it's about the sponsors. I won't say who they are, because they might not be around anymore, I don't know. One's a Ford dealership, and one seems to be have furniture and um, electrical goods. But anyway, Frank, who is the announcer and, uh, and commentator, not only do we see the the advert from one of the sponsors but we come back to the desk and he says hello and then has a board with all of the sponsors deals on it and he's pointing them out he'll do this several times through the show and then he'll tell us for the main event halfway through the main event that there are no more adverts so that just leaves us with the wrestling then doesn't it mm, blimey it's weird and some of this wrestling's alright I mean, I like seeing the characters like King Parsons. Yes. Remember Iceman King Parsons, as he later was, versus Terry Fargo. Terry Fargo is a naughty, naughty wrestler. So Parsons smacks him after being smacked himself. Um, And by the way, King Parsons at this time is tagging with Rocky Johnson. We'll see Rocky later on. Now, Frank asks us for happy 15th anniversary banners because... Last week he asked us to celebrate the 15th anniversary of Portland Wrestling by providing wrestling memorabilia. But remember, he said, well, we don't think we'll be able to send it back to you. We're not sure if we can, so don't send us anything you know you really want. <laughs> and this week he says that if people want to uh, create happy 15th banners, that would be great. But um, there's nothing planned, he said. He's like, please please do bring us presents. I'm not having a party. (laughs) You get nothing back. That's ridiculous. Anyway, then he goes on to tell us that uh, about Terry Fargo. Fargo, known as the Tennessee Dud. uh, Tennessee Stud. I don't think he meant it as a joke. I think he actually just, just made a mistake. He's quite loquacious, is Frank. And I like his work, you know. Um... I mean, last week he did look a little bit dishevelled, and this week he does as well. But I really quite like that. He's kind of the Columbo of um, of wrestling announcing. Yeah. Now back in the in the ring with the Tennessee Dud, Tennessee Stud. You've got um, King Parsons breaking a Terry Fargo for Nelson, putting one on uh, putting one on of his own, and Fargo fights it but can't break it. Has to go to the. Um, to the nefarious side with a thumb to the throat it could have been they think cranks back on the neck hits the knee to the gets the knee to the back which is still done now but with the addition of arms isn't it then uh, Fargo goes to the eyes and King Parsons hits a headbutt so good he did it twice another one and gets the pin now Nat Savage is here I think he's called that and he announces some of the matches that are coming so he announces them and then takes the opportunity to say Good night to his wife. <laughs> this, this, this wrestling taking place here. 
got adverts and a good night to your wife. Okay, next we've got Chung Lee versus Billy Whitecloud. So, I mean, Chung Lee's got the karate thing going on and Billy Whitecloud has a Native American heritage. And we talk about Matt Bourne as well, because he'll be available He'll be available on the programme later on. He's the son of Tough Tony Bourne. I'd forgotten that, you know. Back in the ring, we've got a Billy Whitecloud wrist lock, a Chung Lee head scissors. Whitecloud gets an arm lock, which isn't worked by either of them, so it's dead boring. Then an arm drag slam from Whitecloud, and back to the wrist lock, which is dead boring. Test of strength from the knees. Strange. Four minutes remaining. Very precise, that, isn't it? Four minutes, not five or ten. Four. Then an elbow and forearm to the back of the head from Chung Lee. Two bra- back breakers, or brack bakers, for a two count. And a headbutt, judo style, apparently. What's judo style about a headbutt? Frank, come on, mate. I know we're supposed to have a judo heritage, but really? At this point, Billy Whitecloud's got nothing in, as far as offence goes, for ages. Double chops from Chung Lee. White Cloud hits some left and right hands, a drop kick and a knee drop, but only gets a one count. He's got to have thought, that was the only offence I had in for ages, and you, you kicked out at one. Then White Cloud goes up to the top and falls off the top rope. He has to kick him because he falls. There's a, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. There's a chin lock. Then a slam from White Cloud and the bell for the time limit draw and some boos. Don't boo. It was. It's not worth your your attention. It's not worth either cheers or boos. Don't waste your energy. He fell off the top rope. He, fa- he actually fell. Fell. Slipped. Fell. Right. Next we've got Buddy Rose, Rip Oliver, and Matt Bourne, the army of Portland wrestling at the moment, and they are the big heels really, and they do very well. Now, um, Matt Bourne says that he beat. Stephen Regal, not that Stephen Regal, to a pulp. He'll talk about this later on as well. Um, Rose says that he's going to glom uh, Stephen Regal, glom him. He wanted to, for, he wanted Matt Bourne to leave a bit of Regal so that he could glom him. It's rather too long this bit, and I'm happy to see Kurt Hennig versus Matt Bourne. There's a Hennig takedown. He smacks Matt Bourne's head into the buckle. Nice double and triple reverse hammerlocks. They can both wrestle. You know that. But Bourne eventually changes his hip positioning and gets the pin. I wanted to see more of this. Probably because it's through the prism of they were famous in wrestling and they were great in wrestling in different ways. But it it, it was a shame. Next we've got Johnson, Parsons and the champ, heavyweight champ, Hacksaw Sawyer. Um, Sawyer's got something to say about Rose. Rocky's got a good, easy sense to him. But there's nothing extraordinary here. I'm going to get you, yeah, and we're going to get you as well. Bye-bye. And here is your main event, which, as usual, or last week certainly, is a two-out-of-three falls match. It's Rip Oliver and Buddy Rose. Of course, Matt Bourne can't be there because he saw him earlier on. Frank explains this. Frank, we saw it. Frank, we, we were watching. We saw it earlier on. You don't need to tell us. Versus Hacksaw Sawyer, or Hack Sawyer, and Stephen Regal. The crowd are really into this. Rose... Cuts off the announcer by saying he now wants to be. They now want to be called the athletes. No, it's athletes. There's no e. It's not a t h e l e t e s. It's a t h l. I just have to be pedantic here because it's not athlete. It's athlete. Athlete. Okay. Now Oliver complains. Rip Oliver complains about Regal wrestling him. 
He said, like he's complaining about, I didn't know wrestling was going to take place. Aren't you a wrestler? Yes, but I thought I'd come to a woodworking class. Something like that, you know. Sawyer comes off the top onto a, a regal held arm. Very nice. It's an old school delight. There's a long Sawyer arm bar to Rose, which is worked, and some knee drops to Oliver's bicep. Ten of them, in fact. The crowd, chant, the crowd count with them. He works the arm. Rose comes in with a gorilla press slam. I mean, you know, people talk about him not being very sylph-like, but he's got the power. He's got the power. Then he hits a throw twice, actually, or gets the throw twice. Rose falls out the ring. Um, or does he know Sawyer falls out the ring? The ref's occupied and Rose goes to work on him on the outside. There's a nice vertical suplex from, from Sawyer. Very nice. No, it's not. It's from Rose. It's lovely. And it's really good to see him do it. Oliver then hits a butterfly suplex to Sawyer. Sawyer needs to tag out. There's an assisted shoulder breaker on Sawyer for the first fall. Frank then runs down the shows to come if you've got your paper out and a pen or pencil. And then there's an advert. And then Dizzy Hogan is giving us a promo telling us he wants to seriously injure somebody in Portland. He's a master of the full Nelson, apparently. He leaves and all Frank can say is he doesn't speak real loud. <laughs> Never mind his microphone technique. What about his wrestling? His promo was okay, though, actually, I have to say. Frank then sits down and talks for a bit because the fight isn't actually ready. And what they do between between um, pins, I presume, is that they... Because you see them getting back in the ring, so they must go somewhere. Maybe back to the dressing room. I don't know. To allow more adverts and that sort of malarkey. Apparently, Ric Flair will be there with them in Portland in April. And in May, Andre the Giant, who has had a recent broken leg, apparently. Now, back in the ring, Sawyer hammers Oliver. Oliver goes to work on that arm. Because, of course, it's been, it's been hurt before the break. Throws him into, um, into the corner. Uh, and then, um, Sawyer goes to the outside. He tumbles to the outside. Oliver distracts Regal, who leaves the rope so that Sawyer can't get the tag. It's lovely. He kind of brings him out of the of the corner. Let's go of the rope so Sawyer can't get the tag. It's beautiful wrestling entertainment, that. Really nicely done. Then Oliver just picks him up, runs him into the buckle. This is Sawyer, who is really hurting his back and his arm. Then a hot tag to Regal. In the kerfuffle, there's a Sawyer sunset flip who doesn't seem hurt suddenly. Maybe he has enormous recuperative powers, like Wolverine or something like that, and gets the next pin for the one-all. Crowd are really into this. Then Matt Bourne's being interviewed, and apparently, apparently, when he was fighting Regal, he was pulled off by Rose and Oliver. Now, I didn't see that match, but I think, I'm, I'm not quite sure that's for TV, is it? I think it was a different kind of pulled off, but there you go. I have my fancy, you know it. Otherwise, if he hadn't been pulled off, he would have hurt him. Maybe he was tired after that, I don't know. And he says he will fight him in the car park, but then Frank says, will you fight him in the ring? Will you fight him in the wrestling ring? Next question, says Matt Bourne. It's great, actually. There are now no more sponsor messages. But then he talks about the sponsors. Do go down and have a look and say, I don't want anything today, but I just want to thank you for being a sponsor of Portland Wrestling. Actually, it's quite sweet because, as he says, without the sponsors, they wouldn't be able to do this. Now, back in the ring, Sawyer sells an atomic drop so much that he goes over the top rope. He's slightly overselling. There's a big rip Oliver slam, a rose knee drop to the head. It's good action, this, you see, and it's good wrestling entertainment. Sawyer throws a rose off the top, and also to rip Oliver, who tries it, 
We've got four minutes left. Pretty precise. Four minutes left. Regal pulls on um, Rosa's arm for a count of ten. Is it ten times? Yes. Oliver just goes back to the eyes, the thumb to the eyes, uh, into Regal's eyes. And then you've got um, a backdrop to uh, to Regal. Um, and you've got a um, pulling on Regal's arm, hitting Regal's arm. Rose gets a suplex on Sawyer. And it's a time limit draw, just as Regal and Oliver smack each other. And Regal tells us afterwards that he wants Matt Bourne. He doesn't want Matt Bourne to be pulled off anymore. He wants to fight him. Maybe they will fight in a car park. Or I don't know, somewhere like a, I don't know, a church or or maybe just a patch of arid ground. And actually, quite a lot of this wasn't arid. It was florid. But I love it. It's it's there for this. It's so much for the sponsors. And they love the sponsors so much. And rightly so, because it allows them to do this program. That they kind of forget about the wrestling sometimes. I love that two out of four thing. Three, three fall thing. With them taking breaks in between. And I do like Frank. He's becoming my favourite announcer. I mean, not because he's great at announcing. For other reasons. And I'll certainly be watching this again. Because Boris was right. Portland Wrestling is blooming great. Ta-ta.